Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 17th, five minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. We're just going to call this segment the medical segment as we weave through a few different stories. The first one is that cases of measles have been recorded in at least four states since the start of the year. Measles? Measles. Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Washington have all confirmed cases. And uh, authorities are now investigating... You know, is it close contact? What's going on with those infected with the illness? Well, here's the other question. And I, I look, uh, you know me, I'll just go ahead and say it out loud. Are these people legal immigrants of this country? Because mm-hmm. one of the major concerns about when you have three million people annually coming across your border illegally and you don't know who they are and you don't know where they're from and you you know nothing about them. And then the majority of them, you just say, well, we'll see you in a couple of years. Good mm-hmm. luck. Yep. Is uh, is what are they bringing with, with them. them to this country. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying these are illegal immigrants. I'm simply asking the question um, because that is pretty random, Casey, that that because I thought, thought the measles was kind of largely eradicated, but apparently not. And now it's popping up when you let in millions and millions of unidentified people who've never been vaccinated against infectious diseases. It's a real possibility. This is something to think about that COVID has, you know, destroyed the trust in the medical stability of this country. Oh, you're 100% correct. People are no longer wanting to get vaccinated on proven vaccines. Yeah, and and look, it it has opened people's eyes. And, And somebody said this, I saw this on the internet last night. This must have been during one of the, it was the football game so it must have been Mon- was a Monday Monday night was the football games and oh it was that su- I think it was a super 70 sports account that is widely mm-hmm. popular on Twitter and they said something to the effect of my goodness can't we simply get through a single uh commercial break at this football game without a a, 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 a drug commercial right and I saw that I thought that is so spot on this is huge business now vaccines drug manufacturers and there's no doubt. I mean, you think about the vaccines we got versus the vaccines they offer today. It is an entirely new world, and it makes it actually really hard as a parent to try to sort through all of it. Which vaccine you want your child to get and yeah. which one you want to pass on. It makes it hard as an adult because you've got the pneumococcal virus vaccine. Yeah. You've got the shingles vaccine. And then, of course, all of the COVID vaccines that are still being pushed. Okay, here's uh, Fox News reporting on the story. Health officials in Virginia are warning travelers at Dulles and Reagan airports that they may have been exposed to highly contagious measles. The Virginia Department of Health says the warning is linked to an international traveler who was at the international arrivals at Dulles Airport between 4 and 8 o'clock on Wednesday, January the 3rd, then at Terminal A at Reagan Airport the following day between 2.30 and 6.30 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. They added the virus can stay in the air as long as two hours after the presence of an infected person and for those who step foot in the airports to watch for symptoms until January the 25th. 
Okay, so I was not far off. It, right. It was a person not of this country who was in this country, now illegal immigrant, and appears not, though they didn't go into, into detail on that. And again, it comes. it's the conversation of the harm that politicians did, because I think largely like the MMR shot, measles, mumps, rubella, whenever your child is old enough to receive those, that's deemed a largely safe, you know, tested shot like polio is, like the DTAP shot is. But one of the great harms that people like Eric Holcomb and and the rest of these good time fun gang governors did during COVID, and Biden certainly was the leader of the pack on that, was the finger wagging on anybody who refused to get that COVID shot, which has been proven totally ineffective in terms of spreading COVID, getting COVID, et cetera. But you were some scourge on society if you didn't do that. Now people have an immense mistrust on mm-hmm. things maybe they shouldn't have a mistrust. And I, look, I'll tell you, I mean, we, we our family, we're not anti-vaccine. I was vaccinated. My wife was vaccinated, the traditional childhood vaccinations. But I will tell you, there is a laundry list of vaccines that they recommend now. And they're not coming. The, I'm not saying the doctors and the nurses are coming from a place of anything other than, you know, hey, here's what the the medical people say now and we're relaying the information you have their right and they've been very nice as we've tried to work through it with them but it is overwhelming the amount of vaccines that they are suggesting your child get now and we have had to do a lot of research and some we've elected to get and some we've elected not to get but it is overwhelming now casey Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're darned if you do and you're darned if you don't no matter what you do so you just pray to god that you make the right choices and try to have strength and wisdom okay so this is from uh yahoo news and the headline is unvaccinated children are being forced to isolate for up to three weeks amid the biggest measles outbreak since the 90s that's it exactly here we go just in time for another election. It, it is, uh, again, you come back to, and I talked. To, we're going to get this next segment about the speaking engagement I had for Kloppenstein's group, because I thought it, something very interesting happened there yesterday. But this is part of what you know I got into, was the government breeds the mistrust. The government creates the mistrust. And in this case, the mistrust was, if you don't do this, then this is going to happen. Clearly, that was incorrect. And it wasn't like, here's what we know, here's what we suggest. The 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 disdain for humanity that Eric Holcomb and Dr. Box gynecologist had as they were finger-wagging at people about masking, about vaccines. And then, of course, when it came to masking, they both, Box and Holcomb, broke those rules like they were going out of style. But people look around and go, wait a second, you lied. Because you didn't say, here's what we know and here's what we think. It was moral superiority. It was finger in the face. It was ostracize you from society if you don't do this. And they were wrong, mm-hmm. Casey. They were wrong. Okay, so another story being reported by Daily Mail. This is Chinese scientists create a mutant coronavirus <laughs> strain. China, yes. That attacks the brain uh-huh. and has a 100% kill rate in mice. So here's the question. Can we stop creating new pathogens and how about we start creating cures for diseases that we already know exist. These mad scientists, they need to cut it out. Why are they tinkering around creating new things when we still need cures for things that we know exist? And they're being funded somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think it's become very clear with Fauci, the gain of function was funded in part by American organizations and interests, and in part by American taxpayers. And you're right, Casey. They are Dr. Frankenstein in the lab, mm-hmm. and 
how did it end up for Dr. Frankenstein? Yeah, not so good. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, one other story that I wanted to share with you this morning. Uh, the Secretary, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, when his aide called the ambulance to come get him at his house, apparently the phone call went something like, can you be a little subtle in the 911 call? He, The aide said, <sighs> we don't want the lights flashing and uh-huh. the sirens when you come. We're trying to remain subtle. Yeah, so this is, again, part of the deliberate deception that clearly took place with the defense secretary. And again, clarification for everybody. No one is mad that the guy is sick. Nobody is mad that the guy wanted medical treatment. Nobody is mad that the guy got medical treatment. People are up in arms that you are the defense secretary of the United States. And just like with Jim Ursay, clearly sweeping you know, his latest adventure with the medical community under the rug, mm-hmm. you're a public figure. Now, in Jim Ursay's case, he's not the Secretary of Defense. He just takes a large amount of public money for an investment in his product. But it's even an even bigger deal with Lloyd Austin, where it's like, dude, you are partially in charge of whether we go to war or not. You are in charge of whether other people's kids go to fight and die in foreign lands. You give up the right to almost all of your privacy when you are going to be in a position of that level, especially as it relates to are you okay and capable of doing the, the the job the and and that again it's another just hitching the face example of where they went out of the way to try to make sure the public didn't know what was going on with a very public important person and decisions were being made from his hospital bed by the defense secretary president biden said that austin showed a lapse in judgment for not letting him know that he was in the hospital however he said he still had confidence in the defense secretary and the white house spokesperson john kirby came out and said uh rest easy just so you know a lot of the decisions are made by his staff. Oh, yes. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, all right, Casey, let's take a break. So yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about this. I went and spoke at uh, Kloppenstein's uh, Chamber Lunch. Right, the Lawrence Chamber of Commerce. And I had a very interesting conversation, and it played out in front of a room full of people, with uh, the husband of a sitting state senator. And I would like to talk a little bit about the questions that he asked. He was very nice. Mm-hmm. He was very. I think you've met this person I before. Have. I did when and, I spoke and, there. And he was very nice in the way he asked his mm-hmm. questions, but he asked a very direct question. I gave him a very direct answer okay. right back. And I walked away from that saying, this was a very valuable experience. we got to put this on the radio show tomorrow. All right. We'll get into it next on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. After 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Well, you came to work wearing a uh, sports jacket and you looked really nice. You had an oh, event you. after we got off the air in uh, Lawrence. Yeah. 
How'd it go? So Kloffensteinstein, our old buddy Brad, who fills in on this show from time to time, he is the director of the Lawrence Chamber of Commerce, and he has a monthly little lunch where people get together and network, and then he has a speaker get up there, and um, he was really scraping the bottom of the barrel this month. He asked me to go <laughs> be the speaker, and mm -hmm. you have done this before mm -hmm. and you had kind of mentioned hey the last time i was there there was a guy whose wife was a lawmaker mm -hmm. who didn't like you rob <laughs> I said, well that line is long uh, that doesn't really How tell do you me work what. with that guy and so i kind of thought hey, they knew i was going to be there and it was a very nice lunch and some really great i met some great people out there in the lawrence area that are doing some some awesome uh awesome stuff and it was just a fabulous event but this guy was there and you know you do your little spiel and then they start taking questions and so right out of the gate he's first hand up it's like this has to be the guy mm -hmm. and so I said, hey, yeah go ahead and so he starts and he says you know my wife is a is a senator and i'm not gonna say her name because she shouldn't be held accountable for his actions but you know i knew who he was and i knew who his his wife was and he said you know i, I listen to you guys and he's you know I, i'm really frustrated that you paint all the republicans with mm -hmm. a broad brush and you know he said i just there's a lot of in there that are, I forget how he worded it. So like, you know, that are really fighting hard or really trying to do the right thing or whatever. And so, you know, it's my time to talk. And I said, okay, where are they? Because publicly, <laughs> they're nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. And I said, the reason we paint the Republican Party in this state with a broad brush is because none of them publicly speak out against the governor or if there is a super rare occasion that that were to happen, there is never a, a recognition of that I am to blame for this and I have the ability to do something like like this. Our friend from Seymour, yeah. you remember him. What's his name? The guy who drove drunk and drove through the barricade and then fled the scene and then tried to get cute with the cops when they caught him. What's his name? Jim Lucas. Jim Lucas. Yes, yeah. thank you. I forgot that. I'm very glad you were able to correct the record on that for mm -hmm. me, Casey. He is the epitome of this where the government this and the government that. They someone, should do something. Someone should do. You are the government. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the when publicly, the face from these people is they have to be good little girls and boys. And so and it was, I was, you know, you're reading the room, you're standing in front of the room, you're reading the room. And so I just start reeling off these things that have happened under the Republican Party uh, under Holcomb. And you start seeing these people's eyes getting big because it's like they know, they know who's speaking, but it's like to see it in person. I said, look, whether it is massive repeated tax increases, whether it is massive growth of government, whether it is massive role in the, the cost and scope of government, whether it is him trying to put you in jail for not wearing a mask, whether it is uh, a million people out of work, whether it's tens of thousands of businesses closed, whether it's the Malik Muhammad meet and greet, and, and I just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. I ran out of fingers. I said, none of these people speak out. None of these people do anything. I said there were two people who spoke out and tried to do something. John Jacob and Kurt Nicely. And what happened to them? They got a million dollars spent against them in a primary. Mm -hmm. And then the people who won, who beat them in the primary with the establishment money, didn't get 10 cents spent on them because it was, the Republicans would have rather had Democrats in there than actual conservatives who stand up. And so I said, I am going to speak with broad strokes and a broad brush about the Republican Party until the Republican members of the Republican Party start giving me a reason to say except for. I used to say except for Jacob and Nicely. Mm -hmm. They're out of there. Yeah, uh, It is, uh, if you don't want to be lumped in with everyone else, 
then do something different publicly. I don't believe that people are working hard behind the scenes because Holcomb 98% of the time gets everything he wants. If you guys were so against Holcomb, choke off his money, stop funding his priorities. But every year the agenda he sets is what gets fully funded. And so I just, I found that interesting that you're going to be upset at me for painting everyone with a broad brush. Now this guy's upset because his wife is in that broad brush. But I refuse to believe that your wife is doing something behind the scenes. And if she is, it doesn't matter because she's not putting any public pressure on Holcomb or her fellow Republicans to join her. And if you are not going to have the courage to speak up, then I'm going to paint you with everyone else. You are the company you keep. So how was your answer received? Uh, look, I think it's people knew what they were getting into when they came there. And one guy spoke up and was a huge fan of the the show and you know thanked us for the bold stance we took against Diego. And like I said to them, I said, look, our show, when you sign up for this every single day when you listen, you sign up for understanding you are about to engage with two people who hate all of these people equally. <laughs> we have no friends. We have no favorites. We're not loyal to any, you know, team or party. We dislike all of these people equally because they have given us a reason to dislike all of these people equally. The Democrats are clinically insane people in many cases. The stuff they propose is lunacy. However, at least they're open about it, which is why when we have Democrats on our show, they come on and tell us what they think and we disagree with them and everybody, you know, speaks their mind and we have a nice time with it. They're crazy, but they're honest about it. The Republicans in many ways are much worse because they lie to you. They lie. The, the party platform for the Indiana Republicans is still about low taxes and limited government. You're lying. You're absolutely lying because you're doing the exact opposite of what you say in your party platform you have promised to do. So I am not going to give anybody credit unless they come out publicly and stand up and vote against this stuff. But universally across the board, it's always 100% Republicans voting for the budget. It's 100, almost 100% Republicans voting for these priorities. And finally, this guy admitted, and I said, you and I, brother, we agree 100% on this. The worst thing that has happened to this state are the super majorities because the Republicans have no one left. And Jim Merritt was there, actually, and Jim got in on the conversation, and he said that's correct, too. The Republicans have nobody to fight with, and there is no pressure because the Democrats are so inept. And when you couple that with the way the Republicans have rigged the House and Senate districts through gerrymandering, they feel no pressure. So the conversation is no longer team sport and how we team sport better for the people of Indiana, which is how you got things like property tax caps. The, the conversation now is, how can I help my donor and lobbyist mm -hmm. friend because donor and lobbyists are the way I ensure that I don't get a viable primary and that I am properly funded if I get that. So the argument now is about bigger government, about government that helps specific people. And when you help specific people, there's only so much money. They have to do it at the expense of someone. And the expense is you. Did you enjoy a nice soup and salad afterwards? I got fried chicken, Casey. Oh, wow. Look at you having a hot meal. Um, was my name brought up? Uh, by me. Look, <laughs> okay. I think, Casey, we've had this conversation many times. People do not blame you for me. My, as, as they shouldn't. I am uh, very well. I paved my path in life long before we we ran into each other on a Zoom call, Casey. So you understand, you are the innocent victim in all of this. That's and right. people will always hold you in high regard no matter what I do. Hey, you know what? Speaking of something, you mentioned uh, Diego Morales. And I know we uh, have to get to the news with Kurt Darling here in just a minute. Um, 
I, I got an email from him. Oh. And the interesting thing about this email is it is, let me see what it what it's called. It's uh, Secretary Diego Morales' Business 24 Welcome Letter. Oh, yes. I've seen this. Okay. And it starts off with Happy New Year. Uh, Indiana's Secretary of State is responsible for Business Services Division. No kidding, idiot. We own businesses that we have to interact with you. And the letter goes on to say Secretary Diego Morales was previously a small business owner. Which business? Question mark. Hmm. Yeah, remember we asked him about uh-huh. that. He was all over the map on that business. Yep. Remember and that? It, and he brings extensive experience from the public and private sectors. Really? He goes you, on you to mean, s- you mean getting fired from the. From a public sector and about to get fired again before he quit? It goes on to say for the past year, Secretary Morales has crisscrossed all 92 counties in our state. Oh, yeah. He's great at going to those Lincoln Day dinners. He is awesome. He's traveled not only the Hoosier state, but internationally, including trips to (laughs) Taiwan and Central America. Because when you think of voting security and business security in the state of Indiana, don't you think a trip to Taiwan Mm -hmm. is how that's going to get done, Casey? It also mentions how Indiana was ranked by Forbes as the number one state to start a business. So it's a lot of accolades, right? Uh And then at the end, it turns personal where it says, um, you know, it's my office's job to make sure you continue to succeed. Thank you for investing in our state. Please don't hesitate to call on me if I can ever be of service. Yeah. Here's so... I, I just thought the whole letter was interesting. Whoever wrote it, you're led to believe it's from Diego. Yes. It starts out in third person saying he and Diego yes. has done this. And then it ends with I and how can I help you? It's like very confusing. It's either from you or it's not from you. Okay, we got to get to the news, but mm-hmm. I want to address the last part of that. Uh, and, I, you know, there'll be a, a raid on the premises if we are not out on time for Kurt Darling to do his award-winning newscast. So why don't we, when we come back, I want to address the last part of that letter because I have talked to multiple people and they are all enraged by that small business owners across the state. All right, it's coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. In 23, Indiana was ranked by Forbes advisor as the number one state to start a business. Secretary Morales is confident there is no better place to grow and start your business than right here in the Hoosier State. We want to make sure when an entrepreneur decides to start a business, that idea becomes a reality. Okay, that was the letter from unqualified doofus Diego Morales, who is the worst person to ever hold statewide office in our state's, uh, what is it now, has it been 217 years we've been a... No, that's not right. 207-ish, 208-ish, whatever it's been now, years we've been a state. And you mentioned how poorly the letter is written. It's Mm -hmm. a disgrace that is on official... It's not even a campaign thing. It's in a, like an official. Mm-hmm. It's here. from his office, yeah, the, from the uh, Secretary of State's office. That's because Diego put people like his brother-in-law in positions of authority and paid back political favors rather than having good people who actually know what the hell they're doing. But I want you to read the, the last, last, just the very kind of last part of that. The last part where he switches it from third person to first person. <laughs> randomly out of nowhere. (laughs) Businesses like yours are the backbone to the Hoosier economy, and it's my office's job to make sure you continue to succeed. Thank you for investing in our state. Please do not hesitate to call on me if I can ever be of service. Here's to a productive 2024. Well, you disingenuous idiot. As a business (laughs) owner, here's what you can do. Instead of sending out a letter taking, thumping your chest for going to Taiwan and other foreign countries. Central America. 
America. Which do absolutely nothing. Nothing, zero, zip, zilch to help business owners in Indiana or secure elections in Indiana or crisscrossing the state with jumbo-sized checks with your name on it when it's our money that you're handing out. Here's what you can do to actually help business owners. And I, I've, I've received this letter and talked to multiple small business owners who are outraged by this. In the state of Indiana, every two years, if you're a business owner, small business owner, you have to pay a fee to the Secretary of State's office. And every two years, I get a letter in the mail, and you have to log in, and you know, I have my accountant do it and pay it. And, and every two years, for what? There's nothing. I started that business 16 years ago, Casey. Mm-hmm. And from the moment I started it, there is not a damn thing the Indiana Secretary of State's office has done to help me make money with that business. Nothing, Nathan, not a zip, zilch, zero. And yet every two years, I have to cut them a check for $35 and fill out a form for the privilege of owning a business. Diego, if you actually want to help people, get off your ass, <laughs> stop cutting fat checks to government entities with your name on it, stop going to other countries and get rid of that fee. There, boom, in about one minute, I told you how you could actually help small business owners. How else is he supposed to fund his office, though? Yeah, exactly. The growth of government. (laughs) Another example of the Indiana Republican Party funding massive growth in government and not actually helping the people. Rant over. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and let's do this. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Number 317-684-8444 if you'd like to contribute questions, comments, smart remarks. This one is a question and it involves Donald Trump. And something that we have said on this program for a while, definitely before the Iowa caucus, it's the how can I miss you if you don't go away? And here's the run up. Uh, Got a question for you after watching uh, President Trump uh, win the Iowa caucus and how how much he won it by, by a majority. And I, it made me think that back shortly after Trump announced his candidacy, right after the 2022 election, that you had stated that you believed that he would be better served if he would just go away. Is there, how can I miss you if you won't go away comment? <laughs> and which I agree that he would have served his campaign better. But do you think he would have he would be and have such a lead now had he followed that advice from you. Appreciate all you guys do. Yes, I think he would have still won because the people, the stuff people are mad about and are voting for with Trump is nothing Trump has done in the past two years, three years, four years. How long has it been now? It's mm-hmm. been four. We're almost at four. It is four mm-hmm. years. It was 2020. Yeah. It's not anything he's done since since then. What he has done in the process is remind people who didn't like him why they didn't like him. And look, it's no different. I know we got to get to a break because we got a big segment with Hammer coming up. But it's no different than if Pete, when Pete Rose was suspended from baseball for life in the late 80s for, for betting on baseball, if Pete Rose had come out at the time and said, I did this, mm-hmm. I have a severe gambling addiction, I am going to seek help for it. There's going to be a criminal component to this, which there ultimately was. He went to federal prison, and I will get help for this and come back a new man, and I am sorry to the game of baseball, and I'm going to go away and get the help I need. Pete Rose would be in the Hall of Fame right now. 
The reason Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame is because he lied about it. He threw people under the bus who called him out on what was the truth. He hid money from the from the government and pay the attack. He went, I think it was tax evasion. He went to jail for. And to this day, he is not in the Hall of Fame and probably will not go in the Hall of Fame in his lifetime. Not because of the thing he did, but because he kept going out in front of the public and refused to do what the public wanted him to do, which was just be contrite and honest about it. And the time he finally fessed up, Casey, was mm-hmm. to make money off a book. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Donald Trump. People in the middle, I'm not talking about the primary voters, I'm talking about the people who decide the election are looking for contrition, they're looking for change, they're looking for, because they like his policies. Mm -hmm. You ask people the policies and take Trump out, it's Trump wins every time. It is Trump the person. And so yes, I continue to stand by the worst thing Trump didn't do the past three years was just simply go away. He could have emerged at the end of 2022. This country has gone to shambles and Biden's to blame. And I know you don't like me and I don't like you, but I've changed and we're going to save America. Let's go. Yeah. And instead, there's just the same sort of exhaustion factor and he'd be in a much better place right now. We've got Hammer who's going to join us next. It's Kendall Uh, and uh, Casey on 93 WIBC. So we have to, uh, we're going to do a little bit with Kevin. Mm -hmm. If you listened yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin needs some life advice from the women. (laughs) Kevin will not listen to myself Mm -hmm. or Hammer, even though we have given him ironclad, guaranteed for success or your money back guarantees on dating advice. So we are forming what we call the Kevin's Council of Ladies. (laughs) And so what we're going to do right now, we need three women. You can be married. You can be single. It it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need three women to call. We're going to put you on the air next segment. 317-239-9393, 317-239-9393. 317-239-9393, 317-239-9393. If you would like to be on Kevin's Council of Ladies, yeah. giving advice to uh, Kevin with Hammer when we come back. All right, it's 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Casey on 93 WIBC and Hammer joining us in the studio. So earlier this week, Kevin was telling his story of how he kind of dropped the ball speaking to a young lovely. And that kind of really irritated Rob and I because Kevin's got all the leverage. Mm -hmm. He's a young dude. He's a good looking guy. He's got a cool job and he's in a band. Yeah, absolutely. Like you and I did way more with less when we were uh, around his age. Absolutely. All all I had was I can shut off your water. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, So you and I have taken it upon ourselves to try to teach Kev a thing or two about starting conversations with women. 
women because it feels like that's where his weakest point is. Yeah, exactly. Everything else, he checks every box. Yeah. But conversations is where he drops the ball. So this is where Kevin's Council of Ladies comes in. <laughs> We've got three women standing by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way this is going to work is I'll take the first caller. Rob will take the second. Yeah. We are each going to pretend like we're Kevin and how this conversation should go. Yeah. And the lesson you need to learn here, Kev, is it doesn't matter what she's into, what her job is. There are ways you can strike up conversations to give yourself the upper hand in these conversations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You go you're first. going to do the last one, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no. So you're going to take what you've learned from Rob and I, and mm-hmm. you're going to apply it in the third exercise. Now, I believe we've got Rose, Rose standing yes. by on line one. Rose, are you still there? Good morning, yes. All right, Rose. Thank you for uh, helping us out with Kevin's Council of Ladies. Now, the way this exercise is going to work, I'm going to play the role of Kevin, and you just be Rose. I'm going to strike up a conversation with you and try to show Kevin how to speak to uh, beautiful women like yourself, okay? Okay. Okay. Now, before we do this, uh, Rose, what do you do for a living? I am retired. Okay, fantastic. So let's just say... Kevin, i.e. me, is walking up to uh, Rose, and she's at a movie theater, and he's striking up a conversation. And scene. Hey, what's your name? Rose, what's your name? Rose, Rose. My name is Kevin. Have you ever heard of the band Uno Gold? Have you ever heard of the band, Rose? I have heard of the band. You have. So you're the one. That's awesome. So, listen, shot in the dark here. I was wondering if you would like to go out and maybe check out my band. And then after that, whatever happens. Maybe we have some chicken. Maybe we have some sex. I don't know. All I'm asking for is for you to come out and check out the band. I'm pretty sure you're not going to get a date off of chicken and maybe sex. No, but, no. Um... I said that's not, you know, it it could happen, it might not. I'm let's not rule anything out here though. All I'm asking for is for you to come see the band. You come see the band. I think the rest of it'll take care of itself, Rose. I would love to come see the band. Hey! Thank you. Their lead singer is really hot. Thank you. <laughs> now, see how I did that, Kevin? I took a negative. I turned it into a positive. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one That's one lady for the Kevin's Council of Ladies. Yeah, yes. That's perfect. God All right. bless you, Rose. So, so Thank we, you. We got Kelly on line two. I'm going to take Kelly. Kelly, how are you doing? Welcome to the Kendall and Casey Show. Hello. I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm great. Kelly, tell me a little bit about what, what do you do for a living? I'm a fitness instructor. Oh, hey. perfect. Oh, we got a ball game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Kelly, uh, where, where, would you mind telling us where you live, the general vicinity? Westfield. Oh, perfect. All right. Um, so I'm going to be Kevin. You're going to be Kelly. Are, are you ready? Yes. All right. And scene. Hey, pretty lady. What's your name? Kelly. Uh, uh, look, I am very rarely blown away by beauty, but you are are incredible. And I'm not going to make any comments about thighs or hips or butts. I'm just going to look right in your eyes and tell tell you your eyes are gorgeous. Thanks. Speaking of gorgeous, do you like gorgeous music? Depends. What kind of music? Well, I'm talking about really get down kind of music. And again, I'm not going to talk about thighs or butts, (laughs) but I'm going to say you look like somebody who enjoys some dancing. And with that in mind, and I look, I get that I'm going out on a limb here, but I have a band and we're not the Rolling Stones, but we're pretty damn good. And if you would, again, I'm not going to use terms like 
butts or thighs. <laughs> but if you would like to shake whatever you want to shake, we'll be playing out at the uh, the Melody Inn coming up here uh, next month, and I'd love for you to join us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Rose and Kelly are down to clown. All right. So thank you so much, Kelly. God bless you. So I think the Council of Ladies is going really well here. Now, let's see if our protege here, let's see if uh, our OB1 yeah. mm-hmm. has taught Luke over here anything at all. Yeah. So who do we got on line three? This is... We got Carol on line yeah. three. Carol. All right. So here, Kevin, I'll help you out here. Carol, what do you do for a living? Retired and work part-time. Yeah. Retired at work? What do you do part-time? I am a home health aide working in assistant living. Okay. So, Kevin, with this information, <laughs> and based off what you've heard Rob and I do earlier, yeah. this is your chance to shine. Let's go. All right, Carol. Well, I don't know if you've heard, but I play in a band. <laughs> All <laughs> you're, right. You're playing my heart. <laughs> yeah! How about how about how about a little uh, a show at the Melody Inn? Okay, what kind of show? Uh, a rock and roll show. It's gonna get nuts. Cool. Cool. Now, Kev, I don't want to look. I don't want to, and we. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but I would have gone with the only show greater than Uno Gold you'll see at the Melody Inn is the show in my pants, <laughs> or the after show after you appear and we hang out together. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind for next time. You're making progress, but there are ways you can take it next level. Yeah. You don't want to be every guy. You want to be the guy they remember. Yeah. Right? I mean, think about this. Like, there's a reason why guys like me never hooked up with Britney Spears in her prime, right. and K-Fed did. Yeah. You've yeah. got to be the bad guy yeah. a little bit. You're in a band. You're the rock and roll yeah. guy. You're a little edgy. You're a little mm-hmm. scary. Use that information to take Carol's pants off. Yeah. Hey, well, I, think, I think I got my foot in the door, so. That's progress. Hey, those ladies are the best. Have a big hand for yes. Rose, Kelly, and Carol. Thank you for playing along. What's coming up this afternoon? Biggest stories in Indy. Tony Kennett will join us and we'll have a good time. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Thanks, Hammer.